So that was the tip from me today. Um, next time, I think you will get a podcast where I, I am uh, talking to some of my uh, students uh, from different countries. So until then, have a very good week. Bye. Hi. Tonight I was I was actually uh, about to go to bed, but I just had a quick look at my Facebook feed, which I now regret, of course, that I did because on Facebook you get all sorts of posts. Luckily, most of them are very nice posts from my friends and what's happening in their lives. But you know, Facebook they also put in posts what they might think you like. So I do get posts of horrible things happening to dogs. Not that I think Facebook thinks I like that, but that I'm interested in dogs. So, <clears throat> uh, of course, I couldn't sleep then when I get these horrible images on Facebook uh, f- from from yeah different things happening around the world with dogs, which is absolutely horrible and gruesome. Uh, so I I just scrolled down and then um, something else showed up in my Facebook and that was uh, different uh, promotions for uh, dog trainers um, and I don't know I I really I wanted to <laughs> I don't want to talk bad about other people but. I am very surprised, and this is really, and I'm talking from my heart, I'm very surprised that in 2021, there are uh, apparently very popular dog trainers. I've never heard their names before, never. So they were totally uh, unknown to me before I I saw them on my Facebook feed. Um, And they're actually using methods that that are not even allowed, not even in the country where they are practicing. Um, like e-collars and uh, yeah, all sorts of horrible stuff, really. And then in my Facebook feed, and it sounds like I'm ditching Facebook, which I <laughs> kind of am tonight, but it also comes up promo for different things like crates and all kinds of devices, training devices that we need for our dogs, or they believe that we we need the market or some some people out there are creating training devices they would like to earn money on, of course. And they say that we need these devices. Uh, Some of them are okay. I mean, some of them do no harm whatsoever. Um, But some of them are are really not uh, nice for the dogs at all. And I'm also thinking that most of them we don't really need. And then I started thinking because I was also doing, I was reviewing uh, our homepage, our website, and I need to um, uh, rewrite something or expand on something. I was, I was just having a look at it and thinking how I could improve it. So I started writing my own Word document, trying to explain what we do at Nordic Dog Trainer, what is different from other dog trainers or dog uh, trainers dog schools 
um, which really got me thinking. And I'm going to look up uh, my document now because I've been writing actually uh, three pages now um, with my thoughts or how I think, um, how I believe that dog training and living with your dog and caring for your dog would be based on my own beliefs. My own beliefs is luckily shared by a lot of people, uh, a lot more than we or I was ever uh, dreaming of, to be honest. Um, for those of you who have heard a few post podcasts before, you know my story, but for those of you who haven't, uh, I am I am Norwegian and I live in Norway and I started I started doing puppy classes uh, almost 10 years ago here in Norway and then I needed some help uh, with from other instructors and I couldn't find instructors that were sharing my view of dog training um, and my knowledge of the dog's uh, language their calming signals and distance increasing signals so that's how I started the, the dog trainer school here in Norway, actually. Um, so uh, when we went international, I last year, I mean, really international online, we were in Estonia for quite a few years before we went online. I was really taken by surprise of how many people that were really sharing my views on this. And I'm absolutely grateful and very um yeah very grateful about that and i met so many new uh loving caring really wonderful people the last year um <clears throat> so my beliefs uh is also shared very much by um you know i'm talking a lot about uh, Tudi Drugos the Norwegian author of on talking terms with dogs uh, and I do, I do talk with her a lot on the phone. We live quite far away from each other, so we have wonderful uh, discussions about dogs and dog behavior and their language and so on. I learned a lot from her. So when I was writing the word document, now I realized that it's just three easy words to describe what I believe. Uh, of or what I want to say about dog training and dog keeping, actually. And that is back to basic. Back to basic. Because uh, it's just too much. I, already, I, I am confused. I can just imagine what it's like to be a new dog owner. I've had dogs uh, the most of my um, life. There were a few years without a dog when I was a student. Um, but... New dog owners now, I mean, compared to in this 80s and 90s, before the internet, wow, when I see all the training methods and the fancy words and the abbreviations of training methods, you know, there is a tendency that people want to um, make something of their own. So they, they make abbreviation and they call it something, the training method which is not something new. I mean, mostly it's not something uh, revolutionary new or something. It's just how they are doing their uh, training. And that's that's fair enough. Uh, but it's also very confusing to dog owners and us, us all of us, 
um, I frequently get emails and people asking me, do you know this method? And it's just an abbreviation. And I get emails from people really around the world. And sometimes I've, I've never heard about it, the abbreviation, because there's some school or some dog trainer who, who made up a concept, which again, I think is fine. No problem. Really no problem doing that. But again, what is it really? What is the training? What is the method? And um, most methods, no, let me correct that because I don't know if it's most, <laughs> most methods. Uh, that's just my uh, experience from, again, my Facebook feed, what comes up in my Facebook feed and what I see when I travel and when I talk to dog people around the world. But luckily, um, really, a lot of these dog trainers are doing great things uh, using positive uh, methods based on new science and research. But still, there is quite a lot of, of people that are really hanging on to these old-fashioned beliefs and uh, really didn't pick up a book from the bookstore about dog training in the last 10 years or something, uh, I think. So that's why I thought back to basic. That's really, you know, back to basic. We lived... We've been living with dogs, together with dogs, for thousands of years. We didn't have all these devices then. We didn't have crates. We, we really didn't have crates. I mean, I'm not a thousand-year-old. I'm 51. And I, I remember when crates started to be popular in Norway. That was in 2003. And I meet young people now that actually have never heard about having a, a dog in the house without using a crate. And I think that's so sad. And I remember when the crate starts to be, it started to be very popular in 2003 here in Norway. I thought, oh, I really hope that dogs are not going to be another caged animal, just like rabbits or um, uh, hamsters or birds, parrots, you know, these kind of pets. It's horrible. Um, so now we just uh, use a lot of devices. And I think, honestly, we make things very complicated. We make things co complicated with the abbreviations that we use, the training methods, that most of them are very similar, but they're called different things. Um, and... The, of course, there's some fancy schmancy words about learning, uh, psychology, and so on, which is good to know if you are studying this. But maybe as a regular puppy owner, a new puppy owner, you, you wouldn't use that terms. It's like when you go to your doctor or when I go to my doctor, I very much appreciate my doctor talking to me uh, with the language that I understand, not the words that he um, or she was using or is using with their professional colleagues because they all have, you know, the Latin names of everything. And uh, I don't know that. I'm just, I'm just patient. It's like the dog owner. As a dog owner, I don't need to know all of these uh, terms. It's good to know, of course, for some, sometimes it's good to know. As a dog trainer, you should know what they mean, of course. Um, but why make things so complicated? And this is what um, people have been saying to me as well. Um, 
is that I uh, am quite good at explaining things in an easy and understandable way. And maybe that is, <laughs> to be honest, just the way I can understand things. Uh, they have to make sense to me. They have to be reasonable. And I use common sense and logical thinking. And I I can't overcomplicate things in my head, uh, my brain. Maybe it's just not capable of doing that. Um, that's not for me to say. But I prefer things um, that are easy to understand. Of course, easy to understand. So <clears throat> back to basic. Again, back to basic. What do we need? We need to be able to understand our dogs. I think really they deserve that we understand. I think actually I want to say that it's our responsibility to learn about dogs and their behavior. What is their natural behavior? Uh, what is a dog? What do they eat? How do they sleep? How much do they sleep? How do they communicate? with each other how do they communicate with us we need to learn those things before or just after we got the dog preferably before actually but it's easier to learn when you have the dog because then it's it's easier to relate to everything um, but I, I really truly think that it's our responsibility to do that and I don't know why we don't do that more. And we should do that not only with dogs, but with our pet, other pets as well. Cats, uh, birds, well, whatever pet you have. It's our responsibility, I think, to uh, learn about them, to know as much as we can about them. Not saying that you have to do a master's degree in every um, pet that you, that you own. Uh, or that you care for, I'm sorry, to own, I just need to explain this, because in Norway, we don't have a good word for, we, we actually call it dog owner in Norwegian, and I, I'm not comfortable with that um, phrase, because owning something is not as nice as caring for it, but in Norwegian language, a dog carer or a dog parent sounds very, very strange, uh, so um, yeah. But so sometimes I say in English dog owner because in my head I'm translating from Norwegian to English. Um, but I mean to say dog uh, parent or dog care or dog, um, what else do we call it in English? Um, guardian. Yeah, it's a lot nicer. Yeah, so we own it to them, to our dogs, to, to have this knowledge. And I know that uh, for the past almost now 10 years, I've been doing this job full-time, teaching dog owners and dog trainers, um, especially about dog uh, language, their communication, their calming signals and their distance-increasing signals. And I know that from the feedback I get, this is as surprising and revealing to those learning it from me as it was for me when I learned it from Tudid Rugos, the the, the um, author of the book about calming signals. And Tudid is really, she is the author of that book because she is the one that um, 
she sat down and did her own study and she came up with the term calming signals. So if you can't get any closer to the source than to the Drugos herself. And speaking about that, I have, uh, Tude has promised me that she will go live uh, this summer. Um, well, I'm not, I can't promise you that it will be live actually. We might record it. But I will do an interview with Tudit about how she came about to, to start writing her book, Common Signals. Everything about her journey from uh, studying the, the, the language of dogs, the, the body language, and um, everything that happened since during her 50 years of being, uh, of working with dogs, 50 not 15, but five zero. So this woman, she has a lot of knowledge to share. So I said to her, we need, <laughs> the world need to hear about it. So I will do either a, a recording or a live with her about this, this summer actually, hopefully in July. Um, okay, so this is uh this is going to be just a very short podcast i it's actually quite late uh it's in the middle of the night um i live in the north of norway so we have the midnight sun during the summer so to me i'm all confused during summertime because we have sun uh 24 hours a day um but i just needed to talk to someone about my thoughts and to complain about my Facebook feed, which, by the way, as I said, norm, most of the time it's only very nice um, posts from, from other friend, friends in Facebook and so on. But let's just think about it. Going back to basic, uh, caring, understanding, use common sense and be responsible, be a responsible dog guardian or dog carer. And high, and have high ethical standards. Have extremely high ethical standards. Um, I think that's it. I'm not going to read all the three pages with my own thoughts to you, but I will for sure improve the information on our website once I get this right now i just wrote down my thoughts you know and you know how that is it's like writing a diary um so i also need to get someone to look over it before we before we publish it on the uh, website because my uh, english is not i'm not a native speaker so i need someone to to read it for me to proofread it before we put it out there um okay so my last comment uh, now in this uh, podcast is maybe you can help me uh, a little bit because I wrote down a few points or what I think would explain what I mean with back to basic. So the points that I wrote down is that back to basic means uh, that we have a relationship based on a good understanding of our, or actually I wrote um, deeper understanding of our dog's needs and natural behavior and communication for better and easier understanding and stress-free 
um, stress-free environment for the dog, which is, you know, that's some of the things. When we know how the communi- how to communicate with our dogs, so, so when we know what the dog is trying to tell us, it's so much easier for us to 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 have a stress-free environment. I don't know how to explain it. Maybe I get some of my students or someone to help me explain this better in the next um, in another podcast because some of my students have said it in a really wonderful way. I just can't remember how and what they said. Um, but it makes things so much easier when we understand the dogs. Um, I also wrote down that we need um, a thorough understanding of dog behavior based on new science and research. Because I believe that we really need to understand why a dog is doing what he's doing. We need to understand why uh, our dog is barking in the window, if that's a problem. You need to understand why it's barking so much easier to train uh, your dog to stop barking then. Um, So we need to understand dog behavior. You don't need, again, I don't think we all need to do a master's degree (laughs) or a PhD in behavior, but we can certainly get a lot more knowledge about it than we already have. We can all do. Um, And yes, the last point I wrote was easy and sensible training and cooperation with your dog so you can be the best parent and provide your dog with a safe, healthy and caring life and environment. And like I just mentioned, I need someone to help me to write this in in, in better English. <laughs> um, so if you have any opinions or if you have any ideas or if you want to help me with uh, um, writing this in a better way in English, I would be very happy uh, and grateful if you would drop me an email about it. You can always reach us, me and my staff, at uh, mail at nordicdogtrainer.com, always. I read all those mails coming to that address as well. So, okay. Um, I think I'm ready to do more podcasts this summer. I know it's been quite a long break, um, but I'm ready now to do more podcasts. The thing is that I'm also, we have a Norwegian school, so everything I do, I have to do Norwegian and English. And just, okay, this is, this is a secret, so I'm not going to tell you all about it now, but uh, next year we we are doing it in more than two languages as well. <laughs> That's all I want to say. There will be more than just Norwegian and English uh, from 2022. So, okay. <clears throat> Have a nice day or evening or night whatever it is where you are and um, um, yeah if you have any feedback for me or this podcast send me an email bye